Welcome to Smack Talk with your hosts, Marita and Lisa, bringing student midwives from across Canada together. Welcome back to Smack Talk. You've got Marita and Lisa for episode number two, and we are just coming back into our first week of uh, classes, placement, getting Mm. ready for placement. Yeah. So, yeah. So, how's it going? Lisa's a first year, so how's the beginning of midwifery school going? Um... It's jarring. I haven't been in, I haven't been in like institutionalized learning for like 13 years. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's different. And and it's weird to be like around people that aren't used to birth and have no idea what midwifery is or when they uh, introduce you in some of your gen ed classes, because they they always want to do the introduce your neighbor. This is your new best friend. Tell us about your new best friend. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And then everybody like sits, like takes down notes about everybody and then like reads them. I think I was the only person that just stood up and was like, this is such and such, (laughs) and here's their story. And everyone's like, she's in midwifery. Like, no! Are you kidding? They didn't even get that. They said, wifewifery. Oh, God. And then they were like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, yes, that's kind of the problem right now. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, it's it's been interesting. Um, I'm lucky to have a very diverse cohort, which Mm -hmm. is really great. So keep me from being stuck in my cynical self. Um, yeah, we've got a bunch of really awesome people that are, I'm sure we'll really temper that. And uh, I have I have a best friend in midwifery. I'm really, I'm really happy. I'm like, I've totally made a buddy. Aww. And she's in a few of my classes, so it makes it easier. That's awesome. I don't, I don't necessarily love gen eds. I don't think anyone really does. Mm-hmm. Gen eds for the rest of you who are in different places in Canada. At MRU, we have to do these things called uh, general education. I think it's just, yeah. I just realized how stupid that is. G-N supposed to stand for general? I guess so. Ew. It, okay. It's like they made um, like a, a license plate out of a course name. <laughs> they were like, look, it makes sense. <laughs> you know, I just realized how Let's drive everybody crazy. <laughs> okay, so anyway, that's what that is. General education, you have to take... That's what happens when of... you have a texting generation, like <laughs> making course names. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so you have to do random courses about things that are not related to midwifery, which I guess you probably have to do in other schools as well. But I feel like we have more of it. I feel like you get to choose maybe more courses, and you know, feel free to email us and like correct us and tell us that mm-hmm. we're completely wrong and you have it just as bad as we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ended up settling for like um, the science and mathematic crossover for scuba diving. They <laughs> they call it innovations. I feel like they're really grasping. Although you did say that your professor said something about water birth, right? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah no, no, he's really cool. Um, I well, I was kind of not really sure because he's he's, you know, he's just a different kind of guy, and I'm, I don't really know what I mean by that. But <laughs> I, I just kind of walked in. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get on with mm-hmm. you. I kind of didn't get on with my last prof. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and we had a couple classes, and he likes to swear a lot. I think he's trying to be relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be hip with the kids. <laughs> yes, he uses the S word. Oh. <laughs> <Shh>. and, uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just half sounded it out. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and so yeah, we've had a couple of classes that have just been kind of, I don't know, like, eh, you know, they're going over like the scientific method and mm-hmm. and you know, peer reviewed studies, and I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, and uh, and then the other day we, he was talking about like. 
mechanics of uh, breathing under or not breathing underwater, but like um, just like the mammalian dive reflex. Mm-hmm. And I got like I like perked up. I'm like, ooh, I know about that. <laughs> and uh, he 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 like prefaces it sadly with. We're one of these crazy people that, you know, have our babies at home. Oh. And I'm like, don't apologize. Yeah. And you're not crazy. <laughs> and, uh, but then he went on to, like, talk about his birth story with his wife mm-hmm. and their, like, little kid and and how amazing it was to, like, watch her, like, catch their baby and the, how the baby awesome. just, like, swam up to the surface. And he was totally enamored. Oh. And, uh. That's lovely. And there's, there's me. Like, everyone else is, like, kind of, like, what not really paying attention. <laughs> Or, or they're kind of looking at him like he's really strange. And there's me trying to catch his eye in the center aisle. And I'm holding up two fingers like, I had two water breasts. I had two. I can connect with you. Yes, okay. I am your people. Yeah, he, he totally didn't notice it. That's okay. That's okay. I don't need to be seen all the time. But I, I did get really excited. That's awesome. Yeah, it was Oh, cool. that's a good experience to have. You know, you know, usually you don't expect that to happen when you're, you only expect it to happen in your midwifery classes, so... Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It's nice when other people out themselves. It's like, let your freak flag fly. Come on. Join us. Be a birth nerd with us. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really, really good. Um, I don't know. The classes are good. I really like uh, my women in health class. Nice. Um, I haven't gotten to take, like, usually I'm the only feminist in my class, which Mm -hmm. is, like, really sad. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, yeah. Yeah, I haven't really had that since, like, high school. Like, so you get an entire class full of feminists? <gasps> yes, uh, and there's no men in our class, though, which is kind of sad. Oh, that is unfortunate. I'm like, men can be feminists, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a really good class, so. Wednesdays are really fun. I have, like, midwifery and then A&P, which I guess could be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's more fun if you get, um, get on YouTube and use the crash course videos. Crash course videos? Yes. What crash course videos? Um, they are done by, um, actually, I think it used to just be a couple brothers. Mm-hmm. It's like John and Hank Green. And oh, yeah, I yeah. love them. Yeah, right? My, one of my best friends is obsessed with both of them, but specifically John Green. And actually her, her, <laughs> A good friend of hers is a journalist and met him and then had him take a video with him where he's like, hey, and like talking to her. And it's like her favorite thing in the whole world. She like watches it all the time. It's great. But anyway, they are captivating. They are. They really, like they seriously are. And um, I use them a ton during my upgrading, like um, for bio and Mm -hmm. even for social because they've got not just science videos now. They have, um, they have like politics and I think there's even some English on there. Tons of science. Um, but they so also have, they also have like one for kids called Crash Course Kids. And my kids like to watch that. Aww. And they like, Cute. they like have this, um, this lady like explain, um, like space concepts for kids cool. and how like the water system works and all these That's things. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I, so they've been helpful for AMP? So helpful. Oh, good. And it's great because when, if they're going through a video for AMP that is touching on like stuff from like bio or chem, they're like, and if you don't know about XYZ topic... Um, you can click here and there's interactive links in the video that you can click and it'll take you to the old, uh, video, like in the bio or in the cam or wherever. So that, and, and they're like, they're super cool. They're just like, we'll just wait here for you. And (laughs) it's like, no, you won't cause you're on the internet and I'm pausing (laughs) you, but it's super cute. That's adorable though. I'll come back. (laughs) Adorable. Yeah. So that's super helpful. So I like caught up on like ATP and, um, like and the cell, which is really good because my textbook is pretty much untouched at this point for all $300. (laughs) You will use it eventually, but yeah, eventually Mm -hmm. there's, um, videos that I found really helpful in first year too. And I'm trying to remember the name, 
maybe you'll know. Uh, Is it Khan Academy? Yes. Ah, yes. Yes. I, I like tried them. Well. You didn't like them? Oh. Well, I don't know. It was just like up. a blackboard that kind of like appeared stuff. Yeah, and but they're so like I'm not systematic patient. and oh. But they're like really, I, th- I find the information is really good if you need a specific, like you need information on a really specific thing that's kind of hard to understand and they kind of break down a really yeah. specific concept. Um, if, if anyone's trying to look it up, it's um, K-H-A-N Academy. It's a Khan Academy. But. And we'll put all this stuff in the show notes yes, so you, you can find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked them when first year. And actually, I've looked them up a few times since for, I don't know, other things. Like, I think I looked them up recently for, um, oh, I don't know, some pathology something for newborns that's failing me right now. But something that I needed to learn this summer and I could not grasp, could not wrap my brain around. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. Was it to do with ultrasound? No. Um, it was like... I just remember seeing a thread on, like, yeah, no, ultrasound. It was something about... Or Dopplers or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yes, mm. it was. Um, but not on actual... Not on ultrasound, but Doppler studies. Yeah. So, yeah, for looking um, at heart... For looking at, like, basically, like, when you're, if you're doing... When you're... You're right. An ultrasound. I've had too much wine already. <laughs> we have wine because... We have wine. I'm not on call in first and, and Marita's not, off call. I'm not on call. Uh, (laughs) anyway um but yes doppler studies so when they're checking like placental flow and Mm -hmm. yeah oxygenation and whatnot and i cannot figure it out for the life of me and that was very helpful oh that's awesome Mm -hmm. i don't think crash course has anything on that probably not so (laughs) it's pretty Khan academy is like the grown-up version of crash course with much less cute little um animations (laughs) yes and um funny analogies not as much fun i do like the analogies though i find those really helpful Mm mm-hmm yeah, like the cell as like a, a city and then they're like, so like the mitochondria is like the powerhouse and the ribosomes are like the enforcers and the nucleus is like a dictator and then, you know, several people's faces come up. It's, it's easy to remember. That just reminds me of those memes that you see on the internet that are like, you know, who cares about learning taxes and like you flash back to high school and mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Like the only things that you need to know, but you don't actually need to know that ever in your life. Unless you take AMP and you're like, <laughs> yeah. wow, it's been a long time since I've done this. Yeah. I'm not putting my hand up in class. Nope, nope, nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Not clicking any buttons on my eye clicker. Nope, nope, nope. What's an eye clicker? Did they not have eye clickers when you I took it first? through Athabasca. Ah. I did it. I did my AMP through distance ed and it was... Hell. That's what I heard. So I decided that I didn't want to do that. And probably a good decision because honestly, you have a year to do it, like a full calendar year, and then you can buy three two month extensions so you can get your up to six month extension. I purchased all of them. So yeah, it was, it was pretty brutal, but I mean, it was my fault. I didn't start for the first, you know, bunch of time until I was actually in midwifery school, which Anyway, just maybe not the easiest time to start. Yeah. If you have really great discipline and you can start and work your way through systematically, probably actually a really good decision, but yeah, I apparently do not have that willpower. So Mm. yeah, I think we all start off with that intention of like, oh, I'm going to be like, like you said in the last episode, like I'm going to be the number one mover for Mm -hmm. soon. I'm going to do all the readings. I'm going to get the stuff done and won't procrastinate. And then... And then your energy kind of gets sapped out of you. Mm-hmm. And then I come home and everybody's whining at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you. I love my family. 
but also and I need I'm to so study tired. and I'm so tired and everything is in two and I need to make yeah. more coffee and my we poor husband talking... looks tired <laughs> I know we were talking in our class we have kind of a an interesting class format for our fourth year where we sort of are teaching each other different topics and so this week's topic was um talking about counseling skills and that kind of thing like more for mm-hmm. as midwives um but then we had a counselor come in from counseling service to talk to us and so she talked to us about resilience and like building resilience and how we kind of do that as midwifery students um and it was really interesting to hear what other people had to say but also like for myself to see what came up for me when talking about that because yeah it was it was weird to me to, to see like as a very type a perfectionist person when I think about resilience I think about like how much I do but how much I have to do and how much I'm not able to let go of and so you know the concept of resilience for me is less of a you know oh this is a wonderful thing but more like I'm unable to be vulnerable and I'm unable to let anything go. I'm unable to let anything slide, but that's not a sustainable thing to do, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can't. Anyway, so it was interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what was your takeaway from from Uh, your class? I still feel like I'm grappling with it a little bit. Um, I kind of, I brought something up in class that I think resonated with a bunch of people in my cohort, but Mm -hmm. I sort of said, you know, I feel like the things that I have, and I kind of mentioned this actually in our last podcast, but the things that I've let slide over the past three years, namely I let, I let my physical health slide. So like I don't go to the doctor, I don't go to the dentist, I, you know, don't exercise regularly, whatever. I eat on the go and all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this past summer during my summer placement, my lower back gave out on me and I couldn't move properly basically for about a week. Um, and it was in tons of pain and I decided like, you know, I, I really kind of, the, the concept of needing my body to do this work that I'm really passionate about, that I really want to do kind of really hit home in a big way, you know, that like, I can't as much as I think it's unfortunate when I think about it more that, you know, differently abled people would be less able to do this job the way that many of us can do it. Um, but that, you know, I really need my body to work to be able to do this. So I decided this summer that I really need to focus on making that a priority. You know, my health needs to kind of come first because, you know, and I know it's like a thing people say, you know, your health needs to be come first before you take care of other people and blah, blah, Put blah. Put your right? oxygen mask on. <laughs> right. And we all roll our eyes and go, yeah. uh-huh, we've heard it. Totally. And I had heard it a million times and experienced it. And then just made a decision that I was going to do it. And yet, when I got back to school and I was like, okay, I have placement. I'm in a fourth year. Like, I have all this responsibility that's on me now. I have a capstone, like, thesis project that I have to do that I've chosen a topic that I'm super interested in and passionate about. But that's going to take time. I have, you know, relationships and friendships and whatever. Um, I have school, other schoolwork. So... In the past, the things that I've let slide are still the things that I'm like, well, that seems like the most reasonable thing to let slide, right? Like, I can't, and that's, this is what I said to the, the counselor when I said, I can't let go of school. Like, I can't, I can't just let that slide. I can't let placement slide. You know, I can't, I can't let this slide. I can't let that slide. So what do we do? Like, where do I find this extra time? How do I, how do I do this? And everyone in my cohort was like, yes, exactly. How do we do this? Like, how do you cram in more things? Um... And I, I don't really have a 
good solution for it. But one of the things that she said, well, two things she said were kind of helpful for me. So one, she said, you know, I hear you saying can't. And, you know, of course, that's, you know, this is a mindset that perfectionists tend to have. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, I'm clearly aware of this. Like, you're not, this is not a revelation to me. Like, I've unpacked that baggage. I get it. (laughs) I'm aware that I am a type A perfectionist person. And I get that this is all in my head and whatever. But on the other hand, it isn't really. No, it's very real. I need to get, you know, I have, luckily still have a really great GPA. If I can maintain that for another year, these are the grades I'm going to use when I apply for a master's degree eventually. So that's kind of important to me. I can let placement slide because I want a job eventually. <laughs> you know, like these are things that are very real. So mm. anyway, so she sort of, she, she touched on that, which even though I was a little bit snarky in my head about it, it is good to be reminded, I think, about the fact that you don't have to be perfect all the time and that it's not realistic and that your shift, your focus can shift, right? That it's not like you choose that this subsection of the pie is student and this section is relationships and this is exercise or whatever and you can kind of go back and forth and shift your priorities around here and there so I think that was like a good reminder because I like routine Mm -hmm. so but yeah I don't know I'm still working on it yeah (laughs) do you have any ideas any tips I don't know (laughs) I know yeah I know it's like I don't know anything I that I might do for myself I mean, really, I mean, it's a totally different context. I know. Because it's like, I'm in first year, I'm enjoying like my first year off of not being on call in like five years almost. Mm-hmm. So it feels like it's slowed down. It feels like it's sped up though, because I'm, you know, I'm just acclimating to having mm-hmm. all these classes and things. And it's a different pace. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. And it's weird too, just like, um, cause I've, I've been homeschooling my kids, so now they're all in different places. So mm-hmm. now I'm getting used to their routine and mm-hmm. I, I like routine, but I don't actually set routine. So I don't know what type that is, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so like I, I'm getting up like crazy early in the morning and I tend to really like to be awake at night. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, my body's adjusting to that. I'm also like doing all these things to, cause I've had like, um, some relapses with some like chronic health problems that I've had for a long time. So now I'm like working with a holistic nutritionist to like look at my diet. And so mm-hmm. I'm cranky because I'm not preparing the foods that are, look mm-hmm. so good in my cookbook because yeah. I don't have time because I'm seriously up at six making my kids lunches oh, and then yeah. trying to squeeze in my, my readings, even though I've told myself that it's not important if I don't do every single reading. But still you want to, yeah. you know. I don't yeah. want to feel like I'm falling behind. Yeah. And like A&P gives me panic when I'm like in class and I'm like, oh my goodness, I have no idea what anyone's saying right now. And I'm basically just like writing down notes, like look this up, look this up, have to figure out this. I have to get this done by next class and lab. There's all this, like there's a quiz every day and Mm. there's this assignment that needs to be handed in before we even learn it. And I'm just like, okay. And then I'm, and then I I totally dropped the ball the other day with, um, picking out my son on Friday. Cause I didn't actually, cause he actually goes to the same elementary that I used to go to as a kid. Oh. Yeah, it's really sweet. Really? That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, we go in and I'm like, there's mommy's plaque. Oh. It, it's supposed to be a bird. It did not actually turn out looking like a bird. 
But I was your age, so I don't feel badly about it. You had a black skull in your elementary school? Yeah, it's just down the hill from here, actually. Why do they still have your black... I mean, not that you're, like, ancient or anything, no, no. but, like... <laughs> no, they did a mural, like, when the school opened. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, they still have, like, an award that you won in, like, first grade or something. No, but they actually still do have awards that people that I went to school with and the principal is actually the mom of a guy I went to school with as well. So it's like, Aww. yeah, it's super, it feels like really small town in Deer That's Run. That's very cute. That's totally where we are right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> in case anyone is super curious and wants to Google map that and be creepy. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so yeah, Finn goes to my old school. And, um, and uh, when I went, they, they had full days. And I guess since they've developed that notoriously rotten habit of doing half day Fridays, which <laughs> is the bane of parents everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize, I mean, thankfully I was home, but I got a, I got a call and the bus driver's like, your son is still on the bus and you're not here. And I'm like, well, he's practiced walking home and it's totally fine with me if he walks home, if he's comfortable. And if he's not, I'll totally like run up and get him. Yeah. But I felt really bad. Of course, he was like exhilarated. He was like, I walked home alone and I put in the door code. <laughs> Never mind that he also shouted on the street. And I'm like, please don't tell our neighbors how to get in our house. They're lovely people, but like... But let's You know, some things need to be private. Um, Yeah, so... So yeah, like, and then just having like that little bit of mom guilt and... Yeah, and then... That's hard. Yeah, yeah, it's just so many schedules. And my daughter's in like full day kindergarten twice a week, which thankfully is near Mount Royal, so... That's a lot of stuff to start juggling, though, all at once. It is, and we're just not used to it. Yeah. So my kids have been super cranky. I've been, like, cranky and less patient because nobody wants to get their shoes on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have class. I have to get to class. And so, yeah, we've all been kind of adjusting. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I just... You know, I keep thinking in my head, you know, that little grumbling comes in, like the Brene Brown talks about. It's like, you're not enough. You're not Mm -hmm. enough. And if you are freaking out in the first four days of this program, how are you going to be in fourth year? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I talk to like everyone in the program and everybody is going through their own trials and tribulations about things that it's like, yeah, it's hard. It's funny to me because then I hear your story and I think, oh, I'm such an ass. Or like complaining about <laughs> my stuff when like you have three kids to manage and you know like all of this stuff and I'm just trying to keep myself alive. But that's you not your normal. I know, but you know, it's just my point is is that you know everybody has their thing, right? And mm-hmm. it all seems it when you hear someone else's story, it seems more daunting. But really, your own thing is is important, right? It's, yeah, it's an adjustment and. I don't know. I mean, I mean, if we want to relate it back to like birth, mm-hmm. which you know we all want to do, <laughs> it's it's exactly the same thing. It's like your story isn't negated by somebody else's totally. experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of brings context into the many stories that people have in the yeah. program, mm-hmm. and it's all really hard. Yeah, and I think we're all looking for resiliency. I would have loved to be a fly on the wall in your class and be like, okay, can you give me a little bit? Because right now everybody's just <laughs> no, it was trying just to tell a... us how wonderful this is and how what a wonderful journey this is going to be, and I'm going, yeah. It was just a whole bunch of us being like, we have no ideas, we have no solutions, help us. I know. So. I think that's, well, I can't really say I know, like, I, I, I feel your pain, because mm-hmm. it's really hard to... But, I mean, I don't know. Then, on the other hand, it's, I mean, really, there's a lot to, to be said about fourth year that I really like. Like, I like the autonomy. Mm-hmm. So. I'm, I'm, like, grasping towards that. I'm like, I cannot wait to, mm-hmm. like... It's, it's pretty fun. Like, I mean, it's, it's terrifying also. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Every time. What do you find it terrifying with? 
Um, so I just found out last week that as a fourth year, we're allowed to do backups. Um, in first semester, I can be backup in the hospital. Bad. In, <laughs> in second semester. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous giggle. I'm like, I'm super excited because it's not me and I have no stake in this. And you're like, yeah, okay, this is actually a big deal. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> and then in second semester, I can be backup at home. <laughs> I have like heart palpitations. Um, which is, you know, yeah, super exciting. Yeah. Um, but it's so much, like, it's just, it's, it's huge, like, I mean, it's just, it's such a huge leap from where I was, like, you know, we finished our, our summer placement August 5th, and September 5th I started again, and it was like, it's like I went from, I was a happy little third year that felt like I was, you know, being crushed under the weight of everything, like, third year's mm-hmm. intense, but... Then it was like a month break, and oh, all of a sudden, hey, here's the real world of what actually, you know, semi little tiny sliver of the real world of practicing as a midwife is going to be like and the responsibility. Yeah, there's not enough time to really wrap your brain around it. And I didn't know it was going to happen. I think that's like the main thing. It was like it was the first day of our orientation sort of thing, and it was, they told us, and I don't know why I didn't know this. I guess maybe other people knew this. I did not know. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think, I, I bet everybody's probably just like, oh, yeah, 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 no, we expected it, but yeah, until like you're told. That's possible. Yeah. But yeah, so, so that feels intense. Um, I mean, yeah, but it's exciting. So I have to get some birth supplies now, and oh, and also not, I mean, not all the equipment, but also we can do day five home visits on our own, like, Yay. this semester, and then day three next semester. So, um, yeah, I have to get, like, baby stethoscope, because I don't have that yet, and uh, baby slings, and a fish scale. <gasps> my oh, own. my goodness. My I have the best sling. Etsy shop for you. We will also <gasps> yes. put that in the show notes. Oh, they are super cute slings. awesome. And they're very reasonably priced oh, for the student. that's amazing, because I have not known where to go. And, I like, I mean, I, I know, you know, the midwifery supplies place and there's also one here in in town i guess that you can go to we'll put links to those things as well where you can on the midwifery supplies canada i forget what it's actually called but it's based in bcu and i think there's one in ontario too but then you can also make a wish list on there yes you so can. that's pretty fun um, i've met the lady there that uh, owns it actually oh, really? although she's selling it so there's going to be a new lady and oh. i think i've also met her though you so know i don't know <laughs> well i think i know everybody <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can make your own wish list, which I meant to do two years ago. Another tip to first years, make a wish list. <laughs> make a wish list of the stuff that you will want. Yes, because then people can buy you that stuff. Do they still have the registration kits? Yeah, I think so. so I haven't you, looked at it in a few months, but yeah. So if you click on like their their like pre-made birth kits, you can like look and see what kind of stuff is like required. Mm-hmm. And then you can make wish lists and price it out and get like super cute patterns and things that just make you feel like it's it's your stuff and totally maybe take a little bit of the you know medicalness away mm-hmm. from it and be like this is the midwifery stuff absolutely that. yeah the things that i would recommend getting um a blood pressure cuff uh a sphygmometer as they are known sphygmometer <laughs> it's like a lot more letters than you think yeah it's it's a weird amount of letters um so yes a blood pressure cuff uh an adult stethoscope um, I have a Littman one that I like. But I hear those are good. Yeah. I think they're pretty good. Although, if anyone wants to buy a Littman stethoscope that is Caribbean blue, it's very pretty. But I bought it thinking, oh yeah, this is pretty. And then a girl in my cohort got one that actually is much more my style. And now I really wish I had that one. So I've been trying to sell <laughs> my stethoscope. Well, I need one for next semester. So Do you want a Caribbean blue one? I love teal because it it's is like... the international color against obstetric violence. Really? It, it totally is, yeah. Huh, that works out very well for you. So. 
So it's actually, yeah, it's pretty. It's sort of like a teal blue. Yeah, I love teal. And then the, the bell part of it has sort of a... Um, uh, oh, yeah, you're wearing teal. <laughs> I'm always wearing teal. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I never noticed that. Um, and there's a teal painting on your wall. Huh. Uh, yes, there is. And the anyway, the bell of the thing has like a kind of a rainbowy like... It almost kind of looks like, you know, when you see a gas puddle and it's like kind of that like, oh, like mm-hmm. rainbowy. It looks like that. It's pretty. It's really pretty. Um, but I really want the black one with the brass on the. Oh, fancy. I feel like it's very much more my jam. That's very sophisticated. It would look really good with your glasses. Right? Too. I know. And I see, feel like. Who says you can't coordinate these things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will coordinate my stethoscope with the rest of my outfits. Um, but yes, we'll talk. Yes. Okay. Sold. <laughs> I just wink gunned at Lisa. What, what do you call it? Is that a wink gun? I don't know. It seems threatening, <laughs> but you smiled, so it's okay. <laughs> Maybe not on an airplane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, man. So, yeah. So, uh, an adult stethoscope, a sphygmometer. Um, later on, you'll need a thermometer, just a normal thermometer. So, and they're cheap, so you may as well buy one whenever. Um... Baby scale, you can get digital ones or you can get the fish scale. I like the fish scale. I like the fish scale too in I terms feel like of its classicness. Just, yes, it's very classic, yeah. very traditional. However, I find them a little bit hard to read because your arm sort of, mm-hmm. you know, jiggles. jiggles and shakes and it moves so easily, right? So I don't know. And I, I mean, it's a good arm workout, so maybe I'll have to practice staying steady. But anyway, not sure. Mm-hmm. So, do you yeah. have to get a Doppler? Are you still going to just no, borrow your? No, I won't need a Doppler because I won't be going to. That's true. Any like I won't be primary by myself. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I did learn a really interesting tip um, about uh, using the Dopplers, though, yeah. um, to promote undisturbed birth, because um, we all, I'm sure everybody is familiar with the, the you know the really quiet room and the mm-hmm. mom's just kind of like zoned <gasps> out in between, oh, yeah. and and then all of a sudden the midwife like... student is like okay or the midwife's like i just want to listen to baby if that's okay mm-hmm. and then it's like boof, boof, boof. Yeah. and the poor mom is just like ah! yeah or, so, it, or it does that like horrible static noise oh, when you move it. oh i always feel so it's bad. so it's so terrible yeah. i yeah um but to put the headphones mm-hmm. the headphones and the headphone jack and i've never actually noticed the I headphone know. jack i hadn't either but a friend of ours yeah i think that's where you learn is a friend of ours had a birth um lovely birth recently and her midwife did this Yes. And listen to the heartbeat through the headphones. I think it's amazing. I think that is just... such a good idea. It's such an easy, like, little innovation. I know. And and it it never would have occurred to me. So much of that space. I hate that when... I kind of hate that when things come up where they're like, God damn it. Like, why didn't I think of that? Like, that's such an obvious thing to think of. And I never would have thought of it. I know. You just get stuck in Mm -hmm. the the ritual of like, well, this is how I started doing it. This is how I continue doing it. I did that, um, I had, and it, it's always a midwife, like just somebody who's just like totally just like surveying out the scene. Um, when I was first practicing as a doula, um, I would go back and forth from the sink with this cold cloth, um, around the pushing phase. Um, cause you know, moms get all sweaty and I would, um, I would, I would just like walk back and forth and always be trying to get the cloth re cold. Yeah. And the midwife the looks water. at me and she just goes, just go grab a bucket and put some ice in it mm-hmm. and then you just dip it and you don't have to leave her. And I was like, oh my goodness, I probably look like the most green person ever. And I was like, I just kind of like went red and went, thank you. 
It was really helpful. I know. I and did. every time I do it, I think of her and I'm like, thank you for actually like just sharing that with me because I know. those small little tips it really helped. You don't think about. I know. I know. I'm, I'm lucky that I saw someone do that very early on because I used to do that too. Yeah. Go cool it down. You're just like, where's the cold water? Oh, it's in the tap. I'm going to go to the tap. It takes to cool a cloth down your, and, then you're, and then you're noisy, especially if you're mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Totally. It's, oh, yeah. I know. Simple <laughs> things, right? Simple, yeah. simple little things. Yeah. yeah. What was the other thing that when I, I was thinking about when we were talking about that? Hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. So when we were talking about no, when we were watching that documentary that one time at your house, what was that one oh, called? Oh, um, that was the uh, Breach, the Disappearing Art of Breach. Oh, no, the other one. The one we watched Which first. One? It was like the life of a midwife or the story of that midwife. Who oh, was yeah. Registered. Uh, that's actually just called Midwife. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we were watching this documentary called Midwife, and this is such a small thing, but in the documentary it shows her checking a baby's vitals um I guess like at a home visit later not like directly after birth um but she's holding the baby up on her shoulder kind of like bouncing the baby like snuggling the baby and talking to the baby while she listens to the heartbeat through the back and I don't know why that had never occurred to me to like actually just hold a baby and like snuggle them while I listened because of course they're gonna be less grumpy if they're being Mm -hmm. held than when you have them just laying on their back and you're like putting this cold thing on them or trying to Anyway. I know, but that's so. what you see, right? Yeah. Like, that's what you see, that's what you're taught. Totally. And then it doesn't even occur to us that maybe we should just pick the babies mm-hmm. up. And I haven't actually tried it yet, to be fair. Um, I totally forgot, and I'm so glad you reminded yeah, me. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Another one of those things that when I saw it, I was like, oh, why have I never done that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So many things. And it kind of gives you, like, a little bit more compassion for, like, the way things that are done in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, the whole thing with, like... Um, not doing vitals on mom or not even not doing resuscitations on mom and it's just like well it's been so compartmentalized that this is what we have to do so we're going to move to the appropriate area where we feel like we have control Mm -hmm. over what's going on and and it's just like oh well I'm sure if that was exposed to them and maybe their policies and protocols maybe were allowed for it what what do you mean exactly in terms of resuscitation um, like, do you mean, like, intrauterine resuscitation? Like, turning mom on her side and doing, No, like, no, no. Oh. No, like, uh, neonatal. Like, after oh, the birth. Oh, 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 Like, okay, after okay. the birth. Like, oh, like, putting you know, baby on her. Like, baby's your... not doing so great. Right, Leaving okay. the core, putting baby on I mom. Or... I thought you meant, like, resuscitating an actual client. And I was, and then I was like... Oh, no. What? And then I, I know, thought there's maybe, so many. like, during labor. <laughs> anyway, but, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yes. Yeah, or, or like doing, um, like where some of the new hospital beds have, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're in Calgary, but they, they have. They are, they're somewhere. Are they in Foothills? I think it's in Foothills, I yeah. I thought that's where the, the article have, said. Yeah. But yeah, they have like the flat boards that mm-hmm. are like they beside the, the bed. Foot, the foot of the bed, I think, right? Or no, no, on the side? they're on the side of the oh, bed. okay. So that mom is like right there. They still have the placenta attached. Um, they can, the placenta can give all that oxygenated blood to baby, mm-hmm. theoretically, mm-hmm. Um, if it has not attached. And, um, and then mom can be close. And I've heard so many, um, like I've been to workshops where like, um, some like, um, very holistically minded midwives have talked about how, um, sometimes, um, it's the mom's voice that actually brings the babies Mm -hmm. like kind of back out of Mm -hmm. whatever is going on with them. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, let's just mix it. Like you have the best of both worlds. No, it can't. And, and, uh, I think most, most moms are pretty darn resilient mm-hmm. like they don't want they i think it's actually more panic inducing to have a baby across I think so the room too. totally so yeah it's like it's really cool so it's nice to see like these things start to come more into practice it is it's cool i've only seen them as a doula so i can only speak from like I've just watching but no. yeah it's 
I'm excited to see them as a midwife. I'm excited to be like, hey, so maybe next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or like, have you seen this article? Because I'd really like to work with you with this. Totally. Build some bridges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, that's our time for today. Um, join us next time. Um, and we will hopefully enlighten you further. <laughs> or you can just hear us like chatting about fun stuff. Mm-hmm. If you have any ideas or things that you'd like us to talk about, please let us know. Um, just write a comment or send us an email. Um, our website, in case you wanted to check out SMAC, is www.smacaceps.com. That's S-M-A-C-A-C-E-P-S dot com. Um, and we'll also hashtag this at SmackASEPS hashtag. So yeah, follow along and we'll post links to all the different things we chatted about in this episode below. Yep. In the show notes. Okay. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.